0: here we go we're back we're back there yeah, we are all right boom all right welcome back to the daily traders podcast this is episode number 20 yeah very Two zero. special wow. episode i'm your horse uh, uh, i'm your host mark this is my co-host jack and today everyone? we have another guest PB- second guest in a row yeah PB and j sorry
1: PB. PB Investing, how you doing? PB
0: Investing.
1: I'm good, man. How about you guys? Thank you guys so much for having me on. Yeah, so,
0: okay. You're 15. You've had a enormous amount of success in the market. You've been trading for two and a half years. Um, you have verified brokerage statements, so, like, you're legit. Just to preface yeah. this, because you're very young, and it's hard to believe uh, for some people, you know. I, I like how we're covering the spectrum here. We have a fifteen-year-old on right now, and then in the last episode, we had a, a trader who's been trading for forty-three years. Yeah, so we're covering the basis, uh-huh. yeah. um, and I think you've got a cool story, and it's definitely an inspiring story. Just seeing where you're at, so let's let's kick it off.
2: Yeah. First off, when did you
1: start trading? So I actually started when I was twelve and a half years old, and I kind <laughs> of got into it from um, you know I started drop shipping, and as a kid, I've always been trying to look for ways to make money and I've always had that drive inside of me but then I started drop shipping and then I was just, you know, scrolling on my TikTok one day and you know, I wasn't doing too good drop shipping. Did it for about a month, knew it wasn't for me. I was just scrolling on TikTok and I saw a trading video and then um I was like this kid made like 10k blah 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 so I was like let me check this out, bro. That's crazy. So then I went on YouTube, I searched it up and that whole night I was just doing research on stocks and stuff like that and then The day after, I told my parents, and yeah, it was pretty crazy. They supported me on the way. But yeah, I was 12 and a half, so two and a half years ago.
2: Nice. How'd you, um, I get so many DMs. I see so many comments. Hey, I'm, you know, I'm 13. Hey, I'm 17. How do I get started trading when I'm younger than 18? So for all the viewers out there who are asking this question, how do you get started at such a young
1: age trading? Yeah, yeah. So as far as opening up an account, you can actually go on TD Ameritrade and open up an account if you're under 18 under a custodial account. So, um, to all kids out there that say I have to be eighteen, it's totally legal just to open up a custodial account. And as far as you know, getting started at a young age, it definitely was hard. But I'd say, like, like while everyone you know, everyone has the time. Like, if you go on a kid's phone, they probably have hours and hours on TikTok, on Snapchat, on all these apps. But you know, instead, I just put that time to trading and gaining a knowledge, getting screen time, journaling my trades, stuff like that. That's it, bro. Dang!
0: So obviously you're still in school. How's trading yeah. in school? Is that like annoying?
1: Yeah, it's so annoying. <laughs> dude, like today I got my phone taken away while I'm in a trade. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> "What?" <laughs> I know, man. I, mean, I was. I think I had. I don't know. It was like I was in a small scalp. I had a few thousand in spy, um, a QQQ calls, and then I was down like a hundred dollars, and I came back up a few hundred dollars. But I read them out. I made it like seven hundred. But that's crazy, you know. But yeah, it's definitely, um, it's, it gets annoying at times and, you know, stressful sometimes because you're like, you I have to take a test? I'm going to trade. What am I going to do? And then like, yeah, but, you know, I try and just hide it in the back of class or I'll go to the bathroom stall or something, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So relatable. are you trading on your phone in class? Yeah, I bring my laptop sometimes and most of the time it's on my phone because, you know, you can't have your laptop out at all times and it's easier to hide a phone.
2: Yeah, so I take you to do a pretty extensive pre market routine, finding your levels, oh, yeah. what you're looking at, and then once you see that happen or play out on your phone, then you enter the trade.
1: Yeah, yeah. So I can kind of go over my routine, but Yeah, pre market's pretty hard for me because you know, getting ready for school. So I actually do it um after market close around seven, to eight at night, you know, before I sleep, I go through like twenty to thirty charts. I chart out my levels, um, based on what I think is going to happen the next day and I always chart out a bullish and a bearish pivot because you never know and it's about not predicting the move but reacting to what happens as far as in a technical basis so basically what I do is I chart out my pivots the night before and then intraday if I get a 5 minute confirmation which that means you know I'll break out above it with a five minute candle close above it, et cetera. That's kind of when I like to enter. But my routine kind of goes as, you know, I'll just chart my levels a day before, unless there's like a huge economic event like FOMC, CPI, something like that.
2: Yeah, it makes sense. Do you want to go over your trading strategy? Because clearly there's tons of ways to trade inside of the stock market. So you are a day trader, correct?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm a usually I'm a day trader. Sometimes I do some overnight swings. Hmm.
2: okay interesting
0: yeah so do you yeah, trade based off mainly technicals fundamentals give us a little idea as to how you yeah trade.
1: yeah sure so i can kind of go over you know what my ideal setup is what what i what i like to trade off of but i'm a 100 percent technical trader and um that's just you know what i like for me and especially in this market it's hard to hold something because i mean you never know it's just chop and then down and then a little bounce and break back down but as far as for me like there's a few of my favorite setups, but some indicators I like to use are the Parabolic SAR, the VWAP, and the 9 EMA, but obviously price action is better than all of them. So my ideal setup would be like a, um, say a stock's at $101, psychological support's going to be $100, obviously. So, um, you know, once it gets under $100 and if it's under the VWAP with the red SAR, then I will usually like to enter on a five-minute candle close under the level. And then I kind of scalp the puts through the um trade and then if I'm up like twenty percent, I put my stop loss at break even, trim some, and yeah, stuff like that. But mostly I do pivot on um, breaks and sometimes I scalp off the VWAP, you know, like if the stock's under VWAP and then it gets back above VWAP, I'll wait for a five minute close and then buy calls because the VWAP is obviously, you know, the average trading price of the day. So that's obviously always gonna be a pretty big level for you know the buyers and sellers to Definitely. react off of. Yeah. That's one of my favorite indicators. <clears throat> What's the
0: size you trade with if you're comfortable sharing?
1: Yeah, yeah, for sure. Usually it's around, you know, two to five K of play. And that's just you know what I found comfortable to do it. I can drop, you know, 10, 20 in a trade, but it's just, you know, like I'm personally am better at managing my emotions with that lower size. And I, what I personally like to do is like take little counts the big take out some money or something or, you know, just don't trade a thing, do it again and again and again.
2: Yeah. All right.
1: Scale up, obviously.
2: I have a question for you. What's the most amount of money you've ever made while trading inside of class in high school?
1: And like a single trade? Yeah. A single trade. Um, I think it was like 10,000,
2: 10,000 just trading class. Yeah.
1: Around that. Probably.
2: What was, um, yeah. So when you, you know, when you make, it's hard to contain your emotions when you're trading, especially when you make a big win. I definitely, like, get pretty excited when I, you know, pull a five-figure trade. Um, what are you doing? Yeah. Like, are you, like, jumping in the back of the classroom, throwing your arms <laughs> up? Like, what do you, are you just, no, like, no, no, chilling? No. But, um,
1: <laughs> you know, one time, like, I posted it, actually, and, like, a kid came up to me and was like, kid, bro, you just made $10,000? What the heck? How'd you do that? Can you teach me? But I try and tame myself at school because, like, I don't really like people knowing what I do, but obviously, like, one time my teachers have came up to me and like, bro, can you please teach me how to do this? I was like, if you want to hook me up with the class, grade, I got you. <laughs> are you serious? <laughs> no, yeah, he's asked that, but I didn't say that.
2: Oh, bro, that would have been the perfect scenario to play that card. Yeah, yeah, yeah no, right. I know. Yeah, I was going to say that. Like, I try
1: to tame myself, for sure.
2: Good, bro, keep it humble. Oh, yeah, my next question was going to be like being in school. High, high school so weird, man. I mean, I graduated like two years ago. I graduated early. And, you know, high schoolers are making – eight dollars an hour and they're you know they're using their parents' credit card you are clearly financially independent what um like and people know you're big on Twitter like so are people constantly coming up to you asking you how to trade and what do you do because everyone wants to so many people have asked Mark and I how to trade to teach them personally but it's like and that's one of the reasons why we created the mentorship or why he created the mentorship group and why I joined. Like what do you say to people when they say hey can you teach me how to trade? Can you teach me how to trade?
1: I honestly, I just say, you know, I'm not a financial advisor. Just follow me on Twitter. I give so much free education. And by the way, my Twitter is PB Investing. Mm-hmm. But like a funny story, one time I was in the bathroom. This was last year, and I was a freshman, and I still had some followers. And um, this kid was like, "Yo, bro, if I give you a thousand dollars to trade with, you can have twenty percent of the profit." And there was like three seniors surrounding me. And I was like in a small bathroom. I was like, you know what, man? I'm going to think about it. I'm going to think about it. Maybe, maybe. And I just walked out.
2: Yes. But, um, yeah.
1: You know, I get asked that all That's the time. That's a
2: funny so, question. Yeah. People have asked me to manage their money too. All the time. Oh, It happens all the time. I'm all like, I time. legally can't do that.
1: Even family, you know? <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah,
2: yeah. Oh, yeah.
1: So,
0: okay. Last couple weeks. Recap. How's your trading been? How much have you made? Market's been tough. I've had trouble, for but I've sure. hung in there.
1: In the last two days, I've made seventy two hundred. Yesterday, I had a really really good trade. Um, last week, I had I think it was a slightly red week. I'm not sure the exact amount. The week before, I had a pretty good week, a few thousand. And actually, a few weeks back, I made twelve k in a week. So it's been a pretty good you know last few weeks and. You know what I'd say to anybody who's not doing too well right now is like these marketing conditions are super, super hard. Like if you're putting in the work right now and you're studying at night and you're putting those countless hours in, when this market, when we get in our next bull run, you're going to make a lot of money. So, you know, just stick to it. But um yeah, definitely had a great few weeks, $7,000 in the last two days, $12,000 a week, a few weeks ago.
2: I love it. That's inspiring. Um Yeah. I was going to say like Cause obviously
1: you didn't start trading that night that
2: you were binging YouTube, looking into no. trading. How long did it take until you started winning? Cause you kind of timed it right with the COVID bull run. Yeah, 2020. yeah. Yeah. So,
1: so I mean, how, it's like, sorry, how long yeah, were you losing ahead. for? And then when did you start winning? Yeah. Yes. Oh, so actually, you know, like, I don't know about you guys, but personally I blew a few accounts when I started and, um, it was definitely pretty tough. You know, it's funny, like. So I started, right? I started with a few thousand dollars. It was most of my money, some of my dad's. and um, Because, you know, my dad, like when I told him about it, he was like, yeah, you know, I'm sure if you want, you know, we can try it out. And he got me in with his friend that trades stocks for like a living. Like he's a very good day trader. And he told me to download Twitter and he told me to follow these group of people. So that's kind of how I kind of made my way into the whole Twitter, f- into it space. But um, as far as like, you know, one that I could become profitable so my first ever trade I put the whole account in it because like I didn't know you know yeah and um I made like ten thousand dollars what OTC play it went up 300 percent like my best friend told me to buy it so then yeah I made ten thousand dollars and then the last trade I, the same thing I put it all in the trade I lost all of it so uh, that was the first account go. it sucked.
2: Yeah. Did but, you ever uh, have that moment? Like I remember starting out, like I, you know, would make 20% on a trade. I think about, okay, if I make 20%, 20 times in a row, I'm going to make this much money. And it's like, you think you can yeah, make, oh, of course. So, you think you're going to get rich so quick, but then it's like you lose a position and then you're actually down. And it's so easy to get carried away thinking like how much money you're going to make, yeah, but it's, yeah.
1: you know, they say um, one step forward, three steps backwards. But um, as far as, you know, like becoming profitable and that I think it was about a year and a half of you know struggling learning, but learning from my mistakes, journaling my trades, you know, um, doing it again and again, and keep seeing what I'm doing wrong and just taking out my flaws and sticking to the pros. but um yeah, it took me about a year and a half.
0: okay, yeah, as far as really like a better. psychological standpoint, what have you done to strengthen your your mind to get to where you are, to deal with the losses and the stress and the pressure that comes along with trading?
1: yeah yeah for sure so you know obviously i'm still you know i'm still new to trading i've only been trading for two and a half years but psychologically you know i I kind of train myself to act like a robot and to be comfortable to take a loss you know and like when i'm having a bad day i train myself to you know not to over trade but instead take a step away from the computer relax to allow see what i did wrong and stuff like that but definitely emotions are the most like I'd say managing your emotions is one of the top three most important things in trading because, you know, not managing them is basically how you blow an account. And, um and, um and yeah, you know, they're super, super crucial if you want to be successful and you have a proper trading strategy, you know? Mm-hmm.
0: So you started journaling your trades. Um, when did you start doing that? Was that after you kind of blew up your account and you're like, wow, this yeah. is not as easy as I thought it was. Now I actually have to learn how to trade because that beginner's life lo- yeah, yeah. only lasts so long.
1: Yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, you know, they say beginner's luck, boom, you go down. This is like your, your average journey, beginner's luck. You go down a little bit, you go up, you get your hopes up, you hit bottom, and then it's there, you know, up, down, up, down, up, down. And it's either you give up and fail or right right before you want to give up, you go right back up. But, um, yeah, so I got into journaling my trade because a very big inspiration of mine, amazing trader, he's in his 20s, makes like, sick a lot of money you know like i'm talking like five six figure days on the daily and he told me um number one tip he can give me is after you make a mistake or you know after your first few months of trading go over all your trades journal them as far as what time do i usually win the most what tickers do i play that i win the most what setups do i usually win the most on what do i usually lose the most on cut out the ones you lose the most on keep the ones you win most on off on and by that it'll help you become more consistent and profitable because you know you're playing what works for you, and after you do that you have got to keep doing it and doing it and doing it. And to your point earlier about you know I can make twenty percent a day blah blah blah, I just want to shit this out there. So if you have ten thousand dollars, if you make two percent a day for one trading a year, which that's not reasonable, and no one's that's not even eat.
2: possible. Compounded, yeah, that's like a thou- that's thousands of percent.
1: Yeah, it's literally 1.6 million or over 1.3 million dollars. Which I'm not saying it's impossible to be. It's impossible to basically to be green on a whole year, but you know those little base hits they add up, really do. And by you know taking those base hits, you'll put yourself in the position to hit those home runs. Yeah, I like that. That was really well said.
2: I mean, that plays into like risk management too, because I remember one of my biggest flaws when I started trading was that you know I was putting on. 20, 50. It depends on the trade and what's your risk tolerance on the trade. Like if you're trading op, risky out the money option contracts expire that day, you shouldn't be putting 20% of your account on that position. It should be a, no, not like it. it should be like a one to five percent allocation depending on your um how confident you are in the setup of the trade. But it's like, yeah, like you said, it's those base hits that add up and it's not about you know making fifty percent of fifty percent of your portfolio, it's about making fifty percent on five percent of your portfolio. And exactly slowly it so adds up. less to make more yeah you
1: know you can risk one percent of your account to make five percent of your account your risk to reward is five there i mean that's amazing yeah so do you change
0: uh based off your setups you know your higher expectancy setups do you size heavier on those or do you like, stick with the same size per position? Sort
1: of, sort of. Like, if I'm playing a zero DTE, I'm going to size less than if I'm playing a weekly or something, which that's what I usually play. You know, I play zero DTEs and weeklies just because that's what I found worked for me. But I'd say they do. Like, if I'm just taking a little scalp, I'll go with lighter size. But if I have high conviction on a trade and it's like my favorite A-plus setup, you know, it's right at that resistance. It wants to break out. Buyers are showing up on the tape. It's over the VWAP, then yeah, you know, I'll size heavy into that trade one thing i found is huge if everyone's never play anything that's overcrowded and like think of like a hedge fund like this is a game of when you're when someone's winning someone else is losing you have to kind of think in the fact like how would they want people to lose money what would they do to make people lose money and kind of think like a hedge fund manager and one of these big algorithms you know like hmm. if 99 percent of people are thinking this thing do the opposite that's usually what's gonna work because they don't want people to make money
0: yeah. And the same thing when it comes to like putting a stop, when you set your stop, obviously set it a couple cents below where everyone else is going to get stopped out. Um, exactly. Just kind of the basics, but it's a very good point. All right, let's kind of switch the topic up. Okay. You're making this money. What do you spend it on?
1: Yeah. So, um, I actually save most of it, you know, reinvest it back into the markets, but, and I've bought a few things I've you know, some nice clothes, shoes, Um, No Lambos? I actually have a PB chain. No, no no Lambos. Yeah, I can't drive.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, what happens? Because how much longer until you're 16? Um, I turned
1: 16 in May.
0: Okay, cool. Let's see your chain.
1: Uh, PB. Uh, Hold on. I don't know if you guys can see it. Oh, I can see it. Uh, Oh, no, it's backwards. Nice. Nice. How much was that? Yeah. That's sick. It was uh, a few grand. Nice. That's funny.
0: Any watches? No Rolex. No, no, not yet. Not yet. I like it. Smart to save money. And, um, you know, the thing is, like, you'll go through periods, uh, swings in your trading, you know, year after year. You'll have bad years. You'll have down years. So it's important you build up your war chest. And you save as much as you can when you're doing well. And then when you're not doing well, you don't have to get stressed. You have a net to fall back into.
1: Yeah, yeah, for sure. And I don't know, like, I usually just reinvest a lot of it back into the market, back into my trade and just keep it in my account because, you know, I'm trying to give my account to the highest I want to get it to. And this is the time for us to take risks. You know, even you guys, we're young. We don't have that much to, yeah. uh, that we need to, like, necessarily, Um, how can I explain it? Like, we don't have kids to take care of. And, yeah, like financial you know, obligations. You know, mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. You know, we really, like, we can take those risks, and we're in a position to take a risk because why wouldn't we? So, yeah, I'm just trying to compound like, my gains, and I don't need to spend money, so why would I right now? Why wouldn't I just keep stacking it?
2: nice love that what is uh like what are your trading goals in the next year in terms of how growing to your account to what size or making a certain
1: percent yeah yeah so um my goal is hopefully seven figures you know multiple seven figures by the time i'm a senior in high school and um my goal for the time i'm 16 is multiple six figures in my account nice yeah
0: so, so you sure. plan on just building your account are you gonna hit a point where you're like all right this is a Plenty of capital to trade with. I'm just gonna go buy a Lambo. <laughs> you and your Lambos, man. <laughs> but yeah, you eventually you got to be like, all right, this is enough. Like, I'm gonna stop scaling my account, or are you just gonna keep scaling up to 000, 000 I mean, a million dollars? I want to
1: get to the point where like my stop loss is like a G wagon. Like, <laughs> I like that. <laughs> That's, sick. I that. That's amazing. You know? That's you think know. about it, but your stop loss is a G wagon, but your profit is a event door or. Bugatti, <laughs> straight up house <laughs>
0: yeah i mean i'm sure you'll get there you know you've got five years on on me mm-hmm. um so when you're 20 i i have no doubt
2: mm-hmm. what you. um how do you feel being in school because it's like we bottom line is we go to school to get it to get into college or what we're you know supposed to think go to school get good grades go to college get a degree get a good job which is the whole bottom line of that, that is to make money, right? We get a good job so we can make good money, have a comfortable have living. But you're already doing that. So like, how yeah. do you feel in school? Yeah. Are you like, screw so, this, I don't even care? Or are your parents no. like, man, you got to- My gotta parents,
1: keep- they make me have like all A's or I can't trade, so. I've always, had like good, I've always had good grades though. like, It comes easy to me, you know, I, whatever, I'll do this, that, that, but I'm straight on going to college, but I do have to make a certain amount of money to not go to college. Is, and, can you, you say know, I have re- multiple revenue streams? Is there a goal it's in the millions?
2: Okay, is this with your parents like a, a agreed upon goal? Yeah,
1: really? Yeah, yeah. yeah. They're like, okay, we but won't. Yeah, they support me, and they said like, okay, you you have to have, have this goal. You have to have real estate. You have to have a business. You have to have. You know, they're definitely they've worked very hard for me to be in the place that I'm in right now, and you know they just want to see me succeed. So I don't really blame them at all. But yeah, I, I you guys go to college? No, nope. I did. I went for a semester and then I
2: dropped out. Yeah, it yeah, was like yeah. I can make money. What was your parents' thing? Um, my mom was supportive. My dad was kind of like, "You're an idiot. What are you doing?" And then, um, I don't know. I think they started seeing like the money coming in, and now they're definitely like, "Okay, like I get it now."
0: You got the Tesla, and they're yeah. like, "All right." But
2: I, I mean, it wasn't just a Tesla. It was more like. <laughs> You know, like I said, it's like you go to college to, to get a good career, to make good money. But if I'm already making good money, why do I need to go to college? And it took a bit to get through their heads, but I think they're on my side now.
1: I mean, yeah, I mean, I, I don't really want to start a controversy or anything, but there's definitely a lot of factors that I disagree with in college in terms of like, okay, this guy is teaching you how to run a business when, you know, he's a school teacher. Yeah. Like, yeah. no offense, but how are you going to teach how you know, and like, okay, in math right now, I'm learning like stupid stuff like well, Y is greater than or equal to A and blah 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 blah. Like <laughs> do we all right? You guys know. Do we need that in the real world? Does that stuff matter? You know, no, two, nah. um, It was like I'm a
2: TikTok sure. trend, like another day I haven't used Y equals MX plus B.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh yeah, I saw that. Yeah.
2: yeah. I was like, but no, nah, it's true. I mean college is a little different because if you go to a good school, um, I went to a pretty good school and i was my focus was in business and you know the professors were actual entrepreneurs guys who've retired and then they moved into education so college is a little different but in terms of high school like you know your business teacher he's not he doesn't own his own business or your, i mean i guess your math teacher knows a good amount about math but do you really need to know calculus to succeed in life
1: i don't know like You need to know like nine times 52 to the second power times X tangent. Like, I mean, (laughs) so we have our phones. Yeah, no,
0: exactly. I was terrible in math, which is funny. Everyone's like, oh, you're bad in math in high school. But look what you're doing, trading. And I'm like, oh, yeah, you have calculators. You have softwares you can use. Like, you don't need to be good at math or depending on what you're doing. Like, are you good at
1: math? (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, it's like. I don't necessarily like trying school. Like, to be honest, like, I don't even like pay attention too much because I'm just always trading or on my phone and getting my phone taken and stuff like that. But, um, yeah, I guess you can say I'm good at math, but I, I asked I that because that, I don't think that matters in trading. Yeah, I <laughs> asked
0: that because I know there's a lot of people out there who might get discouraged and be like, I just like I this is not something I'm good at. And they as people associate math with trading and so they get discouraged and they're like, All right, I'm not gonna have any shot at having success trading because I'm not good at like the one of these fundamental cores of trading, which is kind of math. Trading's like its own subject. It is. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: I'd say school smart is like different than business smart. Yeah. I think stocks is part of business smart
2: oh 100% we were in um, New York City up in one of the World Trade Center buildings and like to the right of us was this guy owned like two hedge funds and insurance company and um, a a brokerage and like he was not like he was probably one of the most motivated successful guys worth a couple hundred hundreds of millions of dollars but he wasn't you know he 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 couldn't tell me about the French war or how to find the cotangent of why like yeah you know these guys who are wildly successful in business they're not necessarily book smart there's a different type of um intelligence that goes into this world of business and it's not yeah i mean advanced math
1: my dad like he came to the u.s with zero dollars and he um you know his parents are from IRF and he had to literally work for his family He didn't even go to he i don't even think he finished college but now obviously now he you know he worked his whole college, even in middle school, he was working day in and day out. He got to support his family by himself, working at shops. And then he's now a very successful entrepreneur in the open businesses. And, you know, it shows that hard work beats school smarter, I guess.
0: Yeah. yeah true. What do you think about surrounding yourself with other successful people? I know that's hard being in school, all these kids. But do you, you try, at least online, on Twitter?
1: Yeah, yeah, for sure. and. I think that's actually very important. Like if I surround myself with five people that are, you know, like going out to parties every night and doing all this bad stuff, they're going to influence you. Like, Hey man, try this or, you know, Hey, let's go out tonight. But if you, you know, surround yourself with people that are, trying to get to the same goals that you're at or trying to learn about what you're learning or, you know, are at a career where you want to be, you know, people that are making millions and millions of dollars that I think that obviously is going to influence you and they're going to have a positive mentorship effect onto you.
2: Mm Hmm. Cool. So do all of your teachers know that you are this, you know, kind of big shot trader, 15 year old kid?
1: Um, I, I, I wouldn't say all, but I'd say yeah, definitely a lot of them. Like they've seen my Twitter posts, they've showed me my own videos, they've even commented like um, they've commented like they, like hey, like one of them commented hey on my posts. They're like yeah, definitely bro. I was like okay, <laughs> interesting.
0: Have you ever gotten any hate from kids bullied or anything like that?
1: Oh yeah, I mean what? I get hundreds of hate comments every single day to so see my DMs. Oh my god, dude, you should see our DMs. <laughs> <so> insane. But <laughs> but online's
0: different than in person. And it's being different. People don't like people who are different in school. No.
1: Yeah, actually, I have. You know, people are like, huh, PB, so you made $12,000 this week. Like, yeah. Just, you know, like, yeah. yeah, it's so funny. I'm cause... like, okay, bro. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you're right, man. I didn't make that much. I'm lying.
0: They're just, <laughs> yeah, they're just jealous of your success. Yeah, no, that's really all it is. Wait, like, people think you're capping? Yeah. Wow. I mean, it's that's, hard that's to believe, crazy. and it's easier for someone to believe that. You're lying, then realizing that you know you're you're actually that successful because it'll make them feel bad because they're not. I doing use it. the hate
1: to motivate me. You know, it helps me there to do go. more, and it helps me to you know, like I'm like I know myself. I don't really care what people say about me. Like I really don't like I can you know I just hate I take the hate I put it all in the garbage and I just focus on the good.
0: I like it. So beyond trading your own account, do you have any like uh, future? Um, thoughts about maybe starting a hedge fund or working for a firm or anything beyond no. that?
1: No. You don't want to manage no. other people's money? No, I, I rather do what I'm doing and manage my own money. How about you guys? I'm curious.
0: I mean, so I, like, I think over the last couple of years, my mindset has shifted where I'm like, I don't think I could handle the stress of managing other people's money And maybe it's partially due to the fact that, like, I post all my trades and I'm like transparent in that way. And I have to kind of put myself on the line. And if I'm wrong, I'm wrong. And so I'm like, all right, uh, you know, slowly but surely, my mind is shifting into a a point where I could probably manage, you know, larger capital from other people.
2: Yeah. Sorry. Yeah.
0: Go go ahead.
1: Sorry.
2: My goal is to shift into real estate. That's been my passion ever since. Um, I own an investment property. So my goal is to, I've been saving up my, trading portfolio will go into my real estate once the, cause the market is, real estate market is crashing and we're seeing um, huge decreases in residential home and commercial properties.
1: Yeah, I agree with you. I'm definitely gonna get into real estate once I'm able to. But um, let me ask you something. Would you make more money, you know, owning a hedge fund or working at a firm or trading by yourself?
0: That's a good point. Just depends how much capital. Yeah,
1: I mean, if you're managing, because a lot of
2: funds work off a two twenty. So they take there's a two percent managing fee, management fee, and then they take twenty percent of all the profits. So if you're managing a two billion dollar fund, you know that's that's four forty million dollars in just before you even start trading.
0: Yeah, and to do that, you have to build a track record over years and years of consistency Mm -hmm. because, you know, you might find something that works for a couple of years and then eventually it'll stop working and you're gonna have to find something else that works and you gotta constantly, you know, market's constantly changing. You gotta constantly be, you know, adapting to the market. Do you think what you're doing now is gonna work in like a year or two?
1: No, because the market runs in cycles and I think that, you know, just have to adapt to the market conditions as they move on. But, like, I'm definitely going you know, to, you know, trading is not going to be just, like, my only source of income. I'm going to, you know, open up businesses and real estate and, you know, all that stuff as well as I get older.
0: Yeah, that's why you got to keep saving up your money. Um, It's tough being 15
2: because, like, you can't, you know, you can't go and buy real estate right now because you can't even start yeah. your own LLC. You can't even open up your own business banking account. So, well, like,
1: I have an LLC, but it's, like, it's complicated with the my yeah lawyers. i was gonna say how oh, yeah. does that work yeah. like, that's it's like under my it's under like a, a guardian's name but the income goes to me it's it's very really complicated but i don't think you can do real estate at 15
0: no i was gonna ask how do you uh how do you like taxes I'm assuming you're paying taxes
1: <laughs> yeah um so most of the money you know as i said i keep in my bank account but from what i have paid i just have my you know that um and his accountant handle all that stuff but i think it's around 30 40 percent yeah yeah it's high capital gains tax is high brutal mm-hmm. but you're
0: trading under an llc yeah okay that's have an llc okay good um i want to take a break and do some notes okay let's do it all right we're and back. we're back okay we're going to read some comments. We were talking about hate online. We thought it would be fun to read some hate comments. Yeah, why not? Cheer you up. <laughs> so our TikTok, PB's Twitter. You want to kick it off, PB?
2: Yeah, you go first.
1: Yeah, yeah, sure. So um, I got first one. How this perm scammer paper trader <laughs> kid makes $6,500 every single day in his underwear. <laughs> that's a good one that's a thought in that, that was i don't good. have a term by the way guys yeah. <laughs> that was gonna be my
2: follow-up
0: question that's funny yeah i so these are good like. i always joke but it's like if i'm like down like if i'm if i'm having a bad day i just go on tiktok and read the comments because they're hilarious
2: yeah some of them are like funny I'm like Ben, people get all right. Our, our thing turn. is
0: rented. Everything says every everyone says everything's rented. My cars are rented, and they're they're not obviously. But we get like rent, this Ask one. Them where's their
1: where's their G wagon? Yeah, right got, yeah. Exactly. What
2: color's your G wagon? Someone said
0: rented sunlight. This
2: <laughs> <laughs> sunlight rented sunlight. It's become a joke now. It's just like people will come with like rented air, rented office. Well, yeah, obviously we rent the office. Rented <laughs> like. <laughs> Rented paint color. I don't even know. Like, it's just now it's just an inside joke. All
0: right, here's another one. It's a good one. We, okay, I bet you get these. This guy in quotations, like, like, okay, ready? Dad, my trading account is empty again. Angry emoji. Oh, and yeah. You-
1: I got two of a few of those yesterday. Like, one of them says, um, at PB Investing, very easy when your daddy funds your account, which <laughs> does not fund my account. And, um, he goes, you're a fake guru, little. Shit. <laughs> <have> a kid. <laughs> kid, no one would listen to your market experience why does everyone praise you
2: that's funny because it's like people who are negative i mean it's like fun it's funny for us to kind of go and read those but it, you're not gonna be like if you're hating on someone and you're looking at the bad in people Like you're not gonna be successful yourself how could you be a successful trader you ever met ever, a hater
1: doing better than you
0: no no exactly yeah that's true that's a, that's good, a really that's actually, good point you just spit some facts Big facts. You have another comment?
1: Oh yeah, I mean I can go ahead right here. There's funny. You do a said, whole episode um, doing this. Yeah. This guy quoted my video and goes, oh, "Guys, the bottom is definitely not in." Like I don't know if you guys get it or not. Like, yeah, no, I get um, it. Yeah, these kids, like,
2: yeah, how often are people asking you like how to trade? Because so many people are like, "Oh, like the market's down, should I buy now?"
1: Yeah. yeah. So in the last 24 hours, I've gone like 40 DMs of people asking, like, do I have a Discord? How can I do this? How could I, you know, how do I trade stuff like that?
0: You know, the sponsor of this episode. Guess who's sponsoring this episode? Oh, God. Thedailytraders.com. First link in the description if you want to learn how to trade and see my trades. (laughs) Little plug. Smooth. We we don't, we (laughs) don't, we don't sponsor. Right. That was sly. Sly. What do you what do you got
2: Mark? I am
0: like, like scrolling here. I see a
2: lot. I so I run the podcast account and I see a lot
0: of um bros are just talking. Fake, fake, fake. They fake, like get a lot of those. Yeah,
2: and um
1: <laughs> like a paper trader. Yeah, name. I
2: love arguing
0: with people in the comments.
1: It's so much fun. Doesn't make any money from trading. Too. Yeah. I used used to just just block them.
0: Yeah, there's, there's too many to block. Yeah, it's good for engagement too. <laughs> Personality of cornflakes. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: I think I think overall though, what with, with this all summarize. We've talked about this before. Is that like you got to take these and again like get inspiration, get like get some sort of a uh, uh, dopamine out of these in a way. You got to keep it positive,
0: you know. All right, if you had a choice between a yacht and a private jet, oh, I forgot about this. Which one would you choose, yacht or jet?
1: Um, I choose a jet and just run a yacht. Jet, right?
0: Mm-hmm. Right? That's what I said. We've had this poll with everyone who's been how on How about it. both? <laughs> you can only choose one.
1: Yeah. You... Oh, private jet. All right, why? Because, I mean, you're going to get a lot more use out of a private jet. I mean, you know, I'd want to travel the world and see different places, not just, you know, sit and watch the water, I guess. So, yachts are amazing, but, you know, I'd rather go and explore the world. Dude, I mean, you can explore the world on a yacht, my man, so... I'm. I'm (laughs) This guy wants a yacht. I'm sticking. If you're gonna go deep into the ocean, it's gonna take you a lot more time on a yacht than on a jet.
2: Well, I can. It's pretty easy to charter
0: a jet. You know what I mean? (laughs) No, you need your own jet.
2: Anyways, the new uh, jet versus (laughs) yacht counter is now four uh, for jets and three for yachts. So Let's it was go. it was fifty fifty. Thank you.
0: Oh, we forgot to ask Chris. The Jets are now winning. We forgot we to had. ask
2: Chris. We can we'll have him on again. We'll, we'll Yeah, yeah, he'll be back.
0: He'll be back. Interesting. Um, do you have any cars you want to buy? Dream cars? Um
1: Yeah, I mean, I really like AMGs, um Lamborghini Huracans, Ferrari F eights. I'm I'm a big car guy, actually. You know, I love, love Mercedes, but I think for my first car I'm gonna get a BMW X six. Nice. That okay.
2: would be sick. sick. I almost got a XM3 or X3M.
1: Those are sick.
2: And, uh, Tesla spoke to me.
1: When do you get your license? 16? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I guess it's. Oh, it. In like seven months? Yeah, I was going to say seven. Nice. There you go. So I have sh- my permit right now. I'm driving But
0: Who knows? You might like just do really well over the next seven months and you can just go buy like, buy a
2: Lambo, Lambo. Wow. dude <laughs> I'm just Lambo gonna with the
0: Lambo thing mention um, that'd be crazy you wanna give some advice to traders out there
2: yeah like, how about like kids, kids you've learned kids older younger than you kind of seeing where you are wanting to be there what if you could give them one piece of advice what would you say
1: the most important piece of advice I'd say is stick to the process and although you're not seeing gains right now I mean it takes a doctor eight plus years of college to learn how to be a doctor and you know how much tuition i have to pay hundreds and thousands of hours of tuition just because you're losing money in the market i mean that's their market tuition you're not going to get it right away even if it takes you two years if it takes you four years it take a doctor eight years of spending money to learn how to do it and then obviously it pays off
0: that but, you know that's very that. that's a very good way i like how you put that
1: yeah i am um,
2: i actually had like a quote i put on instagram that i I believe i saw this on twitter and i uh reposted it and um because i have like my own personal twitter account that i just yeah. keep my uh, f- like friends and uh my pre-market routine but it was people will spend four years going to college and never i think you've heard this never once think about giving up uh but they will spend three months trading and give up because they're not a millionaire
1: exactly you know, it's not gonna happen overnight no it's gonna take years but you're self-taught exactly. you didn't have a mentor right i had a mentor okay yeah, yeah, I forgot to mention. I had a mentor. He um I met him off TikTok. I I really? saw him, you know, selling a course on TikTok and then I signed up for it and then I learned um a lot from him. Okay, cool. But you've obviously had to figure out your own thing because it's like oh, yeah, yeah, you can't for sure. copy He's more or less just you know, advice, tips.
0: Okay. I always say it's hard, like even if someone does exactly what I do, it's not necessarily gonna work for them. Everyone's very yeah, different. I mean, based on you your can make some money here
1: and there, but I'd say the more value that you offer is in mentorship because you can teach them how to, you know, find their own strategies and find their own success.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And learn a skill you're going to have for the rest of your life, which I'm sure you'll still be doing this in 40 years because it seems like you really love it. You have to be passionate about it too. You can't just do it for the money.
1: You have to enjoy trading. Mm -hmm. Otherwise you're not going to last. Yeah. I mean, imagine where, you know, 20, 10 years, you can trade for five minutes and, make a year salary
2: <laughs> it's true it's crazy yeah. the potential
1: of training is like
2: one of the most insane careers
0: yeah and i think everyone should give it a shot because if not you're just going to be like you're going to regret it you're going to look back and think about the opportunity and you know what you could have so made most people
1: close their mind of it because people are like um it's gambling it's this it's straight lottery but i mean it's only gambling if you're not using calculated risk you can't go to the casino and calculate how much you're going to lose on a bet you're losing it all or you're making it all but trading you can lose two percent of your money or make four percent of your money even if you have a 50 50 win rate you're still making money do
0: you know what your uh win rate is off the top of your head like gen
1: basis um i think in the last few weeks it's around 60 70 percent and my profit factor is around 2.3 okay yeah so once uh one point two, one to two. you know what is it? It's, I forgot. But um, yeah, <laughs> you're good. Yeah.
2: I'm sorry. Um. Well, hey, we're kind of getting to the end of the episode. I think a good note to end it on would be, uh, do you actually? I mean, first I should probably ask, do you like read any books? Um, I know I started reading a bunch of trading books, and that definitely helped. What about you?
1: You know what? I haven't actually. I read one book. It's called like Twenty Four Tips for Investors, but. The most education I've learned is from, you know, trial and error and from YouTube videos, just looking up simple like interviews with people, people live trading, reading support and resistance, you know, educational stuff like that.
2: Yeah. People always ask me where to start. I said, like, YouTube is your best friend.
1: Yeah. Like, get I mean, YouTube your, YouTube <laughs> has everything you need.
2: Like, get your degree from YouTube. <laughs> like, you can learn so much on YouTube. It's actually insane the amount of free education that's out there and how accessible it is. You can literally look up. Um, how to trade a mean reversion strategy. And you'll get thousands of videos on a mean reversion, like a bunch of different mean reversion strategies.
0: I think the problem is that yeah, there's just easy. so much information exactly. that yeah. people just get lost in this whirlpool mm-hmm. of information and misinformation too. Yeah. So you need some direction, but it's a good place to start.
2: Yeah, which is why mentorship groups are so powerful. Like you enrolled in one, we own one, and we're creating a new one that will be 10 times better than the one we have right now. Mm-hmm. Because it kind of just expedites the whole process of exploration and trial and error because it gives you a direct path, kind of like a
0: curriculum in a course, right? Yeah, That's I mean, cool. you could learn on your own. It might take five years. You can learn with a mentor and it'll take a, a year or two.
1: Yeah, totally. Yeah, yeah, for sure. It's why I also emphasize that emphasize it on it as well. You know, it's very important and it's definitely great to, you know, have a few because it's, everyone has a different thought process and, you know, I'm sure you guys are killing it. So keep it up.
0: Yeah, you Thank too. You.
1: Thank you, bro. Well, appreciate Thank it. You.
0: Hell yeah, this has been a good, good podcast. I wanna have you back on in person when we get the studio set up. Yeah. There's a lot more to talk
1: about.
2: Oh my gosh, yeah. Well, P B, uh, your Twitter, wanna shout that out. We'll put the link in the description
1: for you guys. Listen, sure, you know, follow me on Twitter, Instagram, and I'm gonna start my YouTube soon. Nice. Awesome. PB
2: Investing. Check
1: All right.
0: All right, thank you guys for watching. I hope you did enjoy and we will see you in next week's episode. Peace. Bye. Cheers. Cheers.